You're listening to the Plain Bible Teaching Podcast, where we discuss current events, social issues, religious trends, and noteworthy news from a biblical perspective. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in to the newest episode of the Plain Bible Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Soker. This episode is being released on February 9th, 2023. This week, we're talking about evangelism and social media. Recently, I had an opportunity to join a brother and fellow gospel preacher from Nigeria, Osamogbi Leslie Agarifba, for a discussion on his YouTube channel on this topic. And the episode today is a little bit different than what we normally do, because what we're doing here or what we're sharing today is a portion of that discussion that originally appeared on his channel. Brother Leslie was gracious enough to allow me to share the discussion here with the Plain Bible Teaching audience. If you're interested in the entire discussion, you can watch that on his YouTube channel. And I would also encourage you at the same time to subscribe to his channel as well. But for a link to the original video, as well as other related materials that we'll be sharing in the show notes, you can check those out at plainbibleteaching.com slash podcast slash 020923. So now for our discussion this week. All right, so we, we want to talk about social media and evangelism. Maybe we can add the internet as long as uh, no, the internet could be a kind of wider uh, aspect of it, not limited to social media. So, but um, once we look at evangelism and social media, uh, how can we uh, use the, the internet, the social media to propagate the gospel? And particularly, I've seen a lot of people uh, who oppose the use of um, social media for some personal reasons. Some persons have actually even told me to my face that, oh, uh, Leslie, you're just wasting your time on the internet, or this is not evangelism. And, you know, they, they, they think that this is not evangelism. So I just want you to guide us through these questions and see if, uh, you know, we can actually make good use of these things. They might be sincere in the accusation. We don't know, but, you know, let's see. Uh, sometimes people can be sincerely ignorant and sometimes they, they could be right. So first of all, what, what do we mean by social media? Let, give us a background of that. Yeah, when we're talking about social media, what we're referring to are those online networks like we're familiar a lot a lot of us are familiar with facebook or instagram or twitter whether we use them or not we're familiar with those platforms that they allow us to communicate with one another with text posts or photos or videos and things like that and really what it does is that social media provides an avenue through which we can communicate with others digitally or through the internet whether it's people we know or people we don't know. And uh, people around the world, the two of us, we're talking today and we're in two different countries, but we're able to communicate with one another because of social media or the internet you know, in general with that form of communication. It is understandable when you have you know, even brethren who will say that, well, we shouldn't use social media or we shouldn't try to evangelize on it. There's a reason why they're making that argument. I think a lot of them are sincere, as you mentioned, that, that, that they may be sincere in this. I think a lot of them are, because there are legitimate concerns. Yeah. But I believe that we still need to use it, and there still is a good way to use social media or the internet in general. We just need to be aware of the potential dangers of it, 
recognize that just the way that it's created, it's meant to be divisive. It's meant to be to get people angry at one another. And we have to be aware of that and make sure that, number one, we are using it properly. And also recognize that as we share content on there or try to teach on there, that that is what people are accustomed to. Not that we feed into that, but that's just, we need to understand that that's what we're up against. So there is a a good way to use it, but we do need to be aware of how these mm-hmm. platforms are have been created and some of the challenges that exist because of that. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. While you were th- talking, um, I, I remember a post I read some time ago on um, Brother J.W. Hamilton's website, La Vista Church of Christ. As a matter of fact, I have an interview with him uh, this coming Friday. So, um, you know, someone sent him a question and the person was like opposing the use of the Internet. And it was like, oh, you know, it's not good. And um, Brother Hamilton actually asked him a question that, is it not strange that you are actually communicating with me using the internet and then you're opposing uh, the internet? So sometimes I, I don't see how people can completely oppose the internet um, and then, you know, really uh, stay away from it, especially when you have your mobile phones and all of these things are actually at your fingertip in such a way that you can easily you know, have access to, you know, Wi-Fi and all of that and you're communicating. All right. So I wanted to give us a brief on this uh, introduction of a brief explanation rather on what evangelism entails. You know, in, in Africa, maybe Nigeria, where I was born and bred, uh, when we talk about evangelism, what comes to a lot of us minds or the minds of many of us is um, going from house to house, knocking on people's doors and then talking to them. Um Anything outside of this, you're wasting your time. Um, This is what we've been used to. Sometimes you can actually go to the public and then bring out a very big loudspeaker and then talk, and then you can get people's attention by your preaching. Um, You know, but these are traditional, you know, means of, you know, evangelism in this part of the world. Um, So maybe that was what gave rights to... uh, In fact, somebody actually told me one time that... You know, a preacher, for that matter, you know, that all of these things I'm doing on YouTube is just a waste of time. Basically, no one listens to it. That's quite funny anyway. But uh, so I want you to tell us what is evangelism and what are the areas, you know, we can, you know, get people to talk to them with regards to evangelism. Yeah, when we talk about evangelism, you, you mentioned, you know, a couple what I would call tactics for, you know, the way we can evangelize, whether it's going from house to house and knocking on doors, or you mentioned, you know, setting up in the street with a, with a speaker and, you know, with a loudspeaker to try to get people's attention that way. Those are ways that we can evangelize, but evangelism itself, you know, the word, the word for the gospel is the word euangelion, which is where we get the word evangelism. And it simply means when we're talking about evangelism, it's just about spreading the news of the gospel, the good news of the gospel. It's about making that available to others. So in its most simplest terms, whether we are teaching in a in the local church and to the people who are present, whether we're teaching on the street corner, whether we're going door to door, we're having a Bible study with someone one-on-one or in a in some setting like that, or if we are teaching online, 
all of that would constitute evangelism because we are spreading the gospel to those who need to hear it. Because any any way that we are we are using to spread the gospel, to make it available to those who who need to hear it, that's what evangelism is. And evangelism was the commission that was given to the apostles when Jesus gave them the Great Commission, Mark 16, 15, to go into all the world and preach the gospel. That's evangelism. When the churches were spreading the gospel, the church in Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians 1 and verse 8, it says they were sounding forth the word. That's evangelism. When the early church in Jerusalem in Acts chapter 8, when persecution arose after Stephen was killed and the disciples there were scattered, they went everywhere preaching the word. That's evangelism. So when we think about evangelism, anything that we do, that spreads the message of the gospel and makes it available to those who need to hear it, that's evangelism. We do it as local churches. We do it as individuals. But there may be different tactics that we use. We might go door knocking. We might stand on the street corner. We might do things like that. But those are tactics, but it all falls under the category of evangelism because we are working to spread the gospel. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. So there are various methods or tactics that can be used to, you know, spread the word. The aim is just getting a message out to people and what should be preached is the gospel, not something else. You know, a lot of people, a lot of things rather that people replace with the gospel today, you know, in, in, a, in a way to get people, you know, gimmicks and all. Now let's be specific on social media. Um, can social media be used in any way to actually spread the word? I know that if you look at the virtual community, another thing I actually enjoy in your article I referenced earlier is the fact that you made some very interesting statistics, um, you know, quite some time the census was carried out, but, you know, the, the statistics made sense. And um, talking about a lot of people that we have on the virtual community. So, so do you think that, you know, or let me say, how can social media be used to reach these people? Can we be effective in our reach on social media to people uh, in order to get them converted? Because I personally have known people who got converted through, um, you know, YouTube, listening to YouTube, like like up to four, five, six individuals who gave their testimonies on how they were converted. So let's hear from you. Yeah, when we... And the, the statistics you were mentioning, or at least one that I remember from that article, said that, you know, in the United States, there were almost 80% of the people were regular users of Facebook. And that's just one social media platform. That's not even all of them or just the internet in general. But you have people who are using it. And that's why we're we're talking about it. When we the last question that we that we talked with we discussed here where we talked about what is evangelism, and the evangelism is about spreading the gospel. So we can ask the question, can we spread the message of the gospel and make it available to those who need to hear it through social media, or we could expand it to the internet in general? And the answer to that is absolutely yes, we can do that. When we think about what we can do on social media, we can create posts or share posts that teach something about the Bible. We can invite people to Bible studies. We can, through private message, post or study with them in in those in in that way where we can open up the Bible, 
or we can invite them to Bible studies. We can invite them to worship services or to gospel beings or whatever whatever events that the, the church is hosting in order to teach people the gospel. We can create videos like this one here that encourage people to consider different Bible topics and what the scriptures have to say so they can learn it. Even though we're not sitting across the table with them, they can still learn from these videos like this just as if we were there teaching them. They can learn the scriptures that way. We can create Facebook pages for our local churches so that we can post content that shares the message of the gospel, We that also helps people discover the congregation, because people are using those platforms to search for things. If they're looking for a church in some place, a lot of times they're going to Facebook and look that way, or they may pull up Google and search that way. And if the church, if the local congregation where we are, if they're not, if they're not found on there, the, a lot of people just aren't going to realize that the church is there. And so it helps other people discover the church when they're looking for someone who's teaching the gospel or where they can learn more about the gospel. And also these forums provide us an opportunity to comment and ask questions about spiritual things to try to help direct people to the truth. So there are a lot of different ways that we can take advantage of social media to teach people the gospel. Now, for those who, who push back a little bit on this and, and say that we shouldn't use this, we're not saying that this is the only way that Christians should be spreading the gospel. But it is a way and it can be a very effective way. And it's something that we need to recognize and take advantage of while we have you know, this tool that's available to us, take advantage of it so that we can try to reach people that we would not otherwise be able to reach. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, you know, it is a fact that there are people on the virtual, virtual community and it is true that we can actually reach them with the gospel. I, I want to share a story. I actually have a lot of stories to share on this because I've actually discussed with people and uh, prior to this time, I'm not a very good social media user in the real sense of the word. I, I don't do YouTube. I don't do all of this online writing and stuff like that. But, you know, when I begin to interact with people and I see some of them got converted through, uh, um, you know, uh, watching or reading something online and they became Christians. And, you know, I see that we are actually having a lot. Now, in Ghana, I recently met some friends who are actually active on social media, members of the Church of Christ, and they preach. And when I get to seeing what they are doing, in fact, I realize that, oh, some of us here, I mean, in Nigeria, we are still very, very far behind. So we, I think we need to now begin to see how we can use the internet and social media to propagate the gospel rather than trying to condemn and prevent people from using it. And I like your statement that we are not saying this is the only medium to be used. We, we are not saying that, but it is an avenue, you know, uh, you know, that you can use to spread the gospel. One time, I think in 2021 or, or 2020, a sister just came into our congregation, our building on a Sunday from, from the US. You know, she, 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 she came in with her husband and um, she's an American. She lives in California, Sister Kelly. I'm going to send her this video. So I, I believe she would watch. So 
you know, I after the the, the, the church service, I was asked to, to talk with them, and then we, I know, I started talking to them. Wow, how did you find us? How did you? How are you able to get that? And then they were able to let us know that you know they just put up the name and the location where they are on Google, and they were able to locate you know the congregation. That's one good use, you know, of the internet. Without that, you can't get it. My friend, uh, brother Damien was converted by listening to uh, a program on YouTube regularly. Dina, Nick, and a few other people like that, you know, were converted through social media. So I think it's a good one. I don't know if you agree with me on that. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you that there's definitely, there's a lot of good that can be done from people mm. discovering the church and, and finding a place to worship and finding a place to learn the truth and just you know, through the videos or articles or things like that, where that are available online, where they can learn the truth that way. And there, we have an opportunity. And one of the things about social media that when it started, people probably thought that, well, this is a fad, it's going to fizzle out, and it's going to, you know, go away, but it's not going away. And it's going to be here as long as as long as we're still using computers and 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 have access to electricity and all these things. The internet and social media are going to be here, and we need to know. We need to recognize how we can take advantage of it to try to share the message of the gospel with the world around us. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. So, so that's 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 a good one. So, this is something that we have got, and apart from um, you know the internet, I want to deviate a little bit. I also want to share one funny statement someone made the other day. Uh, I also go, like you, I also print um, tracts, uh, books, and I share. I, I do share for free. I, I, you know, because, you know, I've got some persons who just say, oh, you know, you can, you know, uh, print these and then share out. So someone once told me, he said, all of this sharing of tracts, they are not effective. People dump them in the in the in the trash and in the gutters and a gospel preacher, a young man for that matter. And then I was like, really? Well, you know, this is the reason is because they are used to a particular kind of, like I said, going to people's house and then knocking on people's doors. Um, my dad shared the story of how he was converted. I think he picked up a tract on on the floor, the tracks wasn't given to him, probably given to someone else who dumped it and then he read it and then that got his attention. So I think these are methods that people need to be exposed to and, you know, try to use them properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. If you think about the parable of the sower, that he went out and he sowed the seed wherever it, wherever it might fall. And sometimes it fell on, on, good soil representing good hearts and sometimes it didn't and a lot of times you might you know teach something whether it's online or hand someone a track or knock on their door or whatever it might be and a lot of times people are just not interested but we need to recognize that there are going to be some people who are interested and whether you know whatever method we're using we can find people. We just have to be patient. We have to continue to plant the seed as as we're told to do, and you know trust that God's going to give the increase and just leave it. Not think that it's in in our hands that we need to to make sure that well we have to do something to to make this happen. No, we just have to be faithful and we have to continue to spread the word in whatever way that is available to us. 
Thank you so much, Brother Handy. That's all the questions I've got for you. But if you have anything else to say, you can actually close us out with that. Yeah, one uh, one thing that I wanted to talk about is because there are people, as you mentioned at the beginning, who are hesitant to use social media. And a few years ago, you mentioned the article that I have on my website on on social media. That was actually part of a series of classes that I did at the church where I preach here. And uh, we did a one of the classes on social media. And I made the comment then because I mentioned the, the statistic that was current when I wrote that article and when I taught that class that about 80% of people in the U.S. are regular Facebook users. I don't know what the current statistic is, but it's probably somewhere around there where you have a large majority are using Facebook or some other type of social media, but not everyone uses it. And not everyone in the congregation that I was preaching in, or that I'm currently preaching in, not everyone there uses it. So what the one comment I made, and and I try to I try to make this as as much as I I believe that social media is can be used for good, and we need to take advantage of it. If someone's not already using social media, I'm not going to try to argue that argue with them that they start. You know, if if they're not comfortable with it, or for whatever reason they don't think it's you know that they would be able to use it effectively, or that they see too much bad on it, and and they don't want to use it, I'm not going to try to persuade them to start using it. But for those who are using it, and you're using it, I'm using it, and there are a lot of people, a lot of brethren in the church who are using it and doing so effectively. If we're using social media, I want to encourage all of us that are to. Make sure we're using it properly and using it for good, using it to spread the gospel and avoiding using it in ways that detract from what we're trying to do to spread the gospel, that that kind of that make the church and make our brethren look bad by by getting into things that we don't need to be getting into. We have an opportunity to spread the gospel and to make it available to people that we would never come in contact with, that we would never meet in person. Now, hopefully, if we're teaching them the gospel, eventually they would need to meet someone in person. We can't baptize anyone through the internet. You can't become part of a local congregation that meets online, that they have to be they have to obey the gospel. They have to be baptized into Christ. They have to become part of a local church. All of that is important. But we can help plant the seeds in the work that we're doing online. And so for those who are committed to doing this, I want to encourage everyone who is to keep at keep at the work that you're doing. Continue to do it. Don't be discouraged if you don't see results, because a lot of times you mentioned people who learned the truth online and were converted. We may never know the people that we influence because we can reach people around the world. So don't be discouraged if you don't see the results that you are hoping to see. Continue to spread the gospel. Continue to do that. Use other ways too and do it in person and, and all that and where you are locally. But use this, this medium for good because there's a lot of good that can come from it. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening to the Plain Bible Teaching Podcast. I hope you found it to be interesting and informative and helpful. For links to the original full-length discussion that we had, you can visit the show notes for this episode at plainbibleteaching.com slash podcast. 
slash 020923. There'll be other materials there as well that you can check those out. And if you have a moment to rate and review the podcast or share it with others, that would certainly be appreciated. And if you're listening to this, remember that we are also uploading video versions of the podcast now to the Plain Bible Teaching YouTube channel. So if you prefer video to audio, that option is there for you. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe to the channel. And if you see a news story that you think would make for a good discussion or some topic that you think would be good to cover here on the podcast, please email that to me at andy at plainbibleteaching.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Plain Bible Teaching Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. Also, be sure to sign up for the Plain Bible Teaching Weekly Newsletter. This free newsletter will be delivered to your inbox each Friday with articles, podcasts, videos, sermon outlines, and more. Visit plainbibleteaching.com to subscribe today.